05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey I've always said that a championship leader is to be someone that you would want to be led by. And that's really been the reason for this podcast is, is to talk to championship leaders all over the world from all kinds of different backgrounds, experiences, industries, niches, professions. And, uh, so through these past four years of building out this podcast, I've, I've had a number of companies that have reached out that want exposure for their, their product. And one recently that I've really grabbed a hold of is a company called Magic Mind. And if you're, if you're watching this here on YouTube, you can see this is the bottle and uh, this is their page here. Um, it's the world's first productivity drink. And when they first reached out and asked me to, to, to give this a try and, and to test it for myself individually before being willing to come in and to speak to uh, our audience here on, on the podcast as a recommendation um, to first try it for myself. And so a little skeptical, definitely going in. Uh, oftentimes I'll take different supplements and, and uh, with a, with a promise of a certain result and, and have never really had a, had the same experience. Right. So uh, I've been trying this for the last taking this for the last seven days. A good friend of mine, Vinnie Berry uh, has also been taking this for the past seven days. And we both had some incredible results and experience with it. What I really have liked about this and what I've noticed and it's, and it takes some time, right. To build up, you don't take it the first day and, and get some instant results. Although you do feel the effects on the first day, but really uh, four or five, six days in notice that, uh, you know, I've been much calmer. My energy has been high typically as a business owner, an entrepreneur, just like you listening. Um, we have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of stresses, a lot of pressure, uh, for ourselves to build a company, to, to continue to grow revenue, to take care of those that, that work for us. And uh, a lot of times we'll do that. One way to stay alert and to keep our energy and focus up is to continue to drink coffee, to hit that uh, favorite energy drink in the middle of the day, just as I had. And, 
And uh, I still love my coffee. The great thing about this is you, you can continue to use your coffee, drink your coffee, uh, and use this in conjunction with that. And so I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning, and then I've, I take one of these. I just drink it straight. It tastes really good. Uh, it's got a nice open bottle. It's lightweight. It's plastic. It's recyclable. Uh, I travel a lot. I'm going to run 100 miles here soon uh, in the next week. And uh, I plan on bringing these out on the course with me. Uh, to, to keep me alert, to continue to give me that energy without the, without the hit, right? The coffee and, and, and the uh, energy drinks give you the jitters and, 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 you know, there's the constant crash, which, which means I go for the other cup or I go for the, the, the energy drink. And, and with this, one of the, one of the ingredients, key ingredients, and there's many of them, but uh, uh, matcha, it, it, it's, it's what gives you the energy as you could see, um, on the screen here talks about the different ingredients inside of here, the nootropics, the adaptogens, honey, matcha, you name it. But, um, I love it. I, I've subscribed myself and going to continue to take this on a daily basis. I felt more calm, more clear, more focused and, and way more productive, uh, taking magic mind. And so, uh, I have a code for you to try this out yourself. You can subs subscribe and save up to 40% with my code champ 20. If you go to magicmind.co forward slash championship, again, magicmind.co forward slash championship. And then you go to order. If you subscribe, you'll save 40%, uh, save 20%. If you just want to do a one-time trial basis to, to see what it, the effects are for you, uh, you could go ahead and just do that and get the 20% discount with champ 20. So again, the code is champ 20. We'll put all this in the show notes for you. Uh, but I highly recommend giving it a try. I've, I've loved it. The experience has been great for me and I'm going to continue to uh, use it moving forward. Hey, what's up everybody? Championship Leadership Podcast. And I, I'm here with an old friend, Mike Aguilero from South Jersey now, I do believe. So yep. Mike, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, super excited to uh, to be here and serve everybody that's listening. Great stuff, man. I've been watching you throughout all these years transform yourself and everybody that's listening. They're they're lucky to have you doing this stuff and and sharing insights. Well, I appreciate it. You know, and uh, you, I would attribute a lot of what I'm doing today to you. To be honest, you know, we met through an event many years ago, but you were really the one that helped me. I don't know, uh, pushed me and, and guided me a bit in, in the beginning days when I was like, man, I want to want to do this coaching thing and I want to help people and and uh, having no clue how to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to look back over, I think it's been about six years now to see where I was then to where I am today. Uh, definitely a lot of growth. And uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, there was a lot of conversations I had with you in the beginning that kind of helped try and sort all that out. So I appreciate it. Cool. That's awesome to know that. Absolutely. Well, let's get into it a little bit. First question I like to ask is championship leadership is the name of the podcast. So I always like to hear everyone's different answers to this. What comes to mind for you? What, what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Yeah. You know, I, I've studied a lot about leadership. I, I know what it's like to do it completely wrong. I know what it's like when you think you figured it out and you're still doing it wrong. And I uh, it's it's nice to know when you do figure out pieces of it. And a lot of people, when you ask them about leadership, they always have this traditional answer like, oh, a leader's job is to build other leaders. And I have a little different slight framing on it. I believe a leader's job is to create yourself into the very best self 
and allow other people to model those behaviors. So leadership is creating yourself into the very best model because everything is everything in your world, no matter if it's uh, you own a company and it's culture or your family, everything in your world is just a reflection of your leadership ability. So if you create an amazing model out of yourself, that reflection is going to allow other people to follow that model and allow them to become better, uh, a better self for the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, be that example, right? Yeah. Definitely. Well, why don't we hop into a little bit of your backstory, who you are, you know, however or wherever you want to take that, however far you want to go, but kind of let us know a little bit about the journey to where you are today and what you're up to today. Yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it everybody listening. I'm, I'm going to give you the long run. I'll give you some short stories to it. But as I'm sharing the story, I want you to see yourself within the story, even though you're going to be like, oh, I got Mike, you went through this kind of see where you're at in the journey. I mean, look, I was uh, born in New Jersey and I'll, I'll take it to a point. I'm from a divorced family and which I always said, I'm a survivor of uh, being a young kid through a divorce, you know, um, you never quite know where you stand during those types of uh, challenges when a mom and a dad are in conflict. That put me on my own when I was uh, right around 15 years old. So I went, my brother was 17, we were living together. And it made me start to really evaluate a whole lot of things in life. When you're, when you're on your own and there's no one to wash your clothes, no one to make your lunch, you have to figure out things. And that put me in when you're about eighth grade, at least in New Jersey, I always like to tell people it's like a conveyor belt, Nate. It's like um, they put you through and they're like college, college, college. They're like, no, my vocational school. Like you're, <laughs> you're built to be a plumber, an electrician or, or, or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you're not you're not definitely college material. I mean, it worked out pretty good for me. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just fine. Yeah, but I ended up in a vocational school and uh, vocational school is a place where, and I think it's such a huge need today in the world. It's a place where you go and you go through a bunch of trades. And I knew I wasn't going to be a carpenter because I didn't want to be sniffing sawdust and (laughs) the auto mechanics. They seemed a little, a little weird to me, you know, constantly all greased up and everything. So electrical was like, shit, this is good, man. This stuff could like one wrong move. You're dead. Uh, I don't know what it meant about that time, but I got really attracted to uh, electrical and then I graduated, actually graduated second in my class, which they call salutatorian. And everybody goes, oh, that's impressive. I was like, look, everybody else was on drugs in vocational school. <laughs> I, I never, I, and I'm not saying it to judge anybody what they do, but like, I've never done drugs my whole life. I've never done alcohol. You probably, people look at the tattoos and they're like, yeah, whatever. Sure. But yeah. I haven't. So it just meant that I wanted to find a way to win because not winning meant felt like dying. Mm-hmm. And that put me into working for some people. I'm sure like a lot of business owners follow you. You go into business because you think you could do it so much better than your idiot boss to just find out you started a company and now you're just another form of an idiot yourself. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know how to do it. You think you yeah. can do it better than that person, but you, you, you don't. And I struggled for probably about 12 years, you know, where I was I worked really hard as an electrician. So anybody that owns a home, like I'm the guy that climbed in your attic, like eating insulation or in your yeah. crawl space, fixing electrical stuff. And I, I really did love it. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I loved going out there, love serving customers, but then something clicked for me. And it probably comes right back to this leadership thing is like, mm-hmm. um, you could only lead yourself based on your 
your experiences. So if you want to lead yourself faster, you find people that have been there before you that were successful. And that's what I did. Nate, I went on a quest to find people that knew how to grow a service company. And before you know it, once I started to figure it out, I got, I'm sure like a lot of listeners, I mean, once you're in the world of marketing, I always say there's three things. I've been telling my kids their whole life. Now my son's 23 now. He's bigger than me, big old beard. My daughter's 20. I'm with my beautiful wife since we're 15 years old. And I was teaching them that when they were born, there's only three things you need to know. And these three things will literally create wealth and success for you. I mean, marketing is one. I got addicted to marketing. I mean, just learning that marketing is something that can help move people from where they're at to where you want them to go that will serve them. Sales, number two, I like to say serving because I think sales has a bad rap and I think it it probably Mm -hmm. should because there's a lot of manipulation in selling today. The last one's leadership, you know, and that created a company from under a million dollars a year to 32 million. So if anybody's listening to this here in New Jersey, you would know the company gold medal service because we had, I had 165 trucks on the road. Yeah. I had 200 employees, double digit profit. And, you know, I was able to pull off an exit in 2017. Yeah. And, and a lot of people listening probably like, ah, yeah, it's, I've sold the company too. Yeah. A lot of people have, maybe that's not impressive. I'm not even impressed with myself. <laughs> but here's what I do think might be a little impressive. I took a pen, I signed my name and I walked away the next day, never looked back. Yeah which was great. And I didn't sell it because um, we were talking about this before we started this. I, I didn't sell the, the service company because I hated it, disliked it, didn't like the people. I loved it. I mean, I used to talk about a concert. I mean, once a month, I used to get in front of 200 employees. It was like an, an army yeah, and I would right. sit there and rile them up and have ACDC and they would be banging <laughs> the wall. And, awesome. you know, it was a culture that was so like powerful And, but I knew that I was kind of being selfish there because yeah, I was successful. I was making boatloads of money, but all my friends were struggling. Plumbers, Mm -hmm. HVAC friends, guys, they're struggling. And I kept saying like, every time I kept getting around these people, Nate, I kept dimming my own flame because at first I was like, man, I bought 20 more trucks and all this. And they were like, oh yeah, I can't even find a good person to hire. And I'm like, so I started dimming myself and telling other people, like when I'm around, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, just struggling. It's funny, the struggles that people are saying today, and I'll probably twist up some people on this show, like the struggle, there's, there's, it's hard to hire and there's no good people. And I'm like, yeah, you, you hear that all the time, all of the time, forever. Yeah. It's been like that. Yeah. And I normally don't make a lot of quick friends really quick. Me and you are friends because we're built from the same level of intensity, but I'm like, no, no, no. There's no lack of people. You just suck. Because <laughs> if you were a powerful human yeah. and, and people respected you, I had a waiting list at, at my service company. I had a waiting list of people to work for me because one, I fought for their livelihood every single day. And their success meant more to me than my own success, because I do believe the more people you help, the quicker it comes back to you, but don't do it because it'll come back. You just do it because it's, it's in your DNA. And that's what turned me in 2014, create a company called CEO warrior, which the whole thing was about um, helping a service person really understand how to grow a company, marketing, sales, operations, systems, 
how to be respect, how to respect their people. I mean, it was a whole, a whole thing. It grew really, really quick. I mean, we had thousands of clients all over the US, Australia, New Zealand, Canada. And uh, it was, I, I loved it. And, and then in 2020, I did another deal. I brought in a really cool partner, Nate, called the Corridor Capital as a PE firm to come because look, uh, leadership, right? You yeah. got to know the point where like, you're just not the smartest person in the room and you could only go so far with that. And sure. I knew that. I knew yeah. in order to take the CEO warrior to a level that was going to impact what we call, and I, I hate saying it because it's really been segregation forever, white collar, blue collar, right? Like everybody wants to talk about segregation bullshit, but they never talk about like white collar, blue collar, been one of the biggest segregations for what? Forever. Right. Well, let's just talk about the service industry space. I mean, I, I impacted it. I moved it. I created deck of millionaires in there. And then as, as we started to go to 2020, you know, I said, man, I need a partner that can make it bigger. And I knew that I was being trained from the beginning of my life, all these trials and challenges. I was being trained to, to play a part in changing the world, which created this new company called Food Dog Group, which we're going to impact a million people or more in a hundred countries or more in a decade or less, because people are suffering now and they're suffering in their mind and they're suffering in their relationships. And every time I hear um, and I, I don't know about you, but like I was going to all these business training events, but like there was nowhere, like my wife didn't want to go hear about marketing and sales. Yeah. So like I was growing and what did she have? She didn't have anything. Right. So I created this along with my wife and another partner, Aaron was created this food dog group, which if anybody's like, what the hell's a food dog? It's like these Imperial lion. I was dogs, just going right? to ask. <laughs> yeah, they're real powerful. Actually, if you seen like the old school emperor castles, there would be these two like yeah, lion sure. dogs. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And they're called food dogs. There's, okay. there's a, a male and a female one, which is the balance in, in all of us and being in martial arts for now, over three decades since I'm 15 and I'm going to be level 52. I don't know why people ever say they're 52 years old. I'm level 52. I mean, and just like you, I mean, you just ran a yeah. hundred miles. Like yeah. you are not going to tell me that you're getting weaker as yeah. you, your level goes up. You're stronger, yeah. you're faster, you're smarter, you're quicker than you've ever been in life. Yeah. I mean, that's how life is, is supposed to be. And so it made us bring, create an environment where, I could play a part. I mean, my wife and I are together since we're 15 over three decades. Like I just so tired of hearing uh, another person got separated or people are building a business Nate, And they're like, Oh, I'm doing, you see all the hot shots up. It's like 50 million, a hundred million. Yeah. I'm like, great. You talk to them and they're like, I got diabetes. I'm suffering with inflammation. My kids don't talk to me. My wife divorced me. And this is really just because of an out of balance. So that's where I'm at today. And I live at the Jersey shore. So the bay is there, the beach is over there. And I, I get to do what I love most, be here with people like you. Maybe they hear one thing on here and they go, man, they can do it. I promise every, right. I, I'd love for people that, and you know, cause you do these things and you speak and everybody makes you feel special, but yeah. You know, you're not, none of us were only as special as the ability for someone else to go, yeah, I could do exactly what they can do, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
100%. Absolutely. Um, so food dog is, is essentially for couples. So it's for, look at it for real career minded or entrepreneur people, normally six, seven or eight figure people. Okay. And they look, there's so much personal development out there, but people are capping out because um, they go to these personal development things or human performance things, and they go mm-hmm. there and they can't relate to people because they're around, maybe they're in a room that's all rah, rah, but they're, they're, they're hearing from somebody who never built a business. Look, when you build businesses and you're doing, you know, 20, 30, 40 million, like you could get lonely really, really quick. Yeah. You could get confused and you feel like you don't belong somewhere. So we work with these high level people, but we also work with career minded people. We have people that are executives and CEOs. What we love to work with is one, a husband and wife or partners that know that they've attended everything else in the world, but they know there's more. Yeah. They know there's more. We're, we're all about, you know, transformation and connection, right? A bigger level to help people build themselves. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. What, uh, let's shift gears just a little bit and talk about championship leaders, right? So yeah. who are a couple championship leaders, coaches, mentors that you've had throughout your life that have really impacted you and and more so, I guess, really, you know, what is it? What are some of the characteristics about them that, yeah. that really made that lasting impression for you? Yeah. So, so being a martial artist, I got to bring out uh, Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. Um, never met him, of course, but the, the model of somebody that was just searching for always going for the next level of mastery. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's, uh, that's a word that if I tell anybody, like, what's a, what's a really, really one of my favorite words and a quest that I go for, it's mastery, right? And mastery is not, a lot of people, when they think about mastery, they think about this um, Kung Fu master, you know, the movie on top of the mountain with yeah. the big, long white beard, you know, mastery is being better tomorrow than you are today. That's what mastery is. So Bruce Lee was, I remember, actually, I was at one of my dad's friend's house. And we were there in the TV and he said, somehow enter the dragon came up. I'm a, I was probably about eight or 10 years old. Yeah. He said, do you ever see this movie? I was like, no. And he put it on and I was just in awe of the way this human would just move with so much precision and body control. So that's one of my top ones. Napoleon Hill, but not what most people think. Yeah, he wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich, which I think is an okay book. Most people read it. Normally when I'm speaking in front of, you know, 500 or a thousand people, I ask who read the book. And then I say, put your hands up if you're rich. And, you know, 90% of the hands go down, less than 10% are rich. So I don't know if they don't know how to read the book or it's the wrong (laughs) book, but he did write a book called Outwitting the Devil. And if anybody's never listened to that book and audio, that is a book that I tell everybody that they should listen to. Because really when you understand the concept of the book, it's really the balance between you um, because, right, there's, yep. I always tell people this, like, you think there's good and there's bad, but there, there's no good and bad. There's no right and wrong. Um, there's no negative and positive. It's always the definition you give it. And you yeah. have all aspects inside of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Nate, are you always nice? No. <laughs> Right, Come on. Right. Sometimes you're yeah. mean, sometimes you're nice, just like me. And it's the balance. It's when you try to separate it. So, so he's another one. And 
man, I had a lot of them. I mean, I had a martial arts instructor, Chris Rossman. He he had a martial arts dojo. It was an underground dojo, which meant really? it wasn't, it wasn't uh, commercialized and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I trained with him for 19 years and he was a school teacher by day. At night, he was like a Buddhist priest, but like a warrior Buddhist priest, like very unique, not like you would think a, a Buddhist yeah. priest would be like. And he taught me things about elements and, you know, what we call the Godai, earth, water, fire, wind, and void. He taught me things about Minamoto Masashi, which is another person. If anybody doesn't know Minamoto Masashi, he wrote the book of five rings. Five rings. And, um, you know, another person that, you know, I never met in this world, but felt so energetically attracted to because of the philosophy of strategy and thinking and precision. So, and look, there's a lot of modern ones too, that people that I respect on leadership, Jay Abraham, you know, this is, if people don't know who Jay Abraham is, he's one of the highest paid consultants on earth. And Nate, I, I donated to a charity. It was a really great charity. And part of the top donation was you got a half a day with Jay Abraham. And Jay Abraham was there and Joe Polish and a couple other really smart people. And like, I, after two hours with Jay Abraham, now I was already doing probably 20 million in business. So I'm yeah. thinking I'm a pretty big hotshot at 20 yeah. million, right? <laughs> right? And I spent in two hours, Jay turned around and said, you know, Mike, normally at this point, people are pretty spent. And I was like, you know, in martial arts, you, you slap out because you're in pain, right? Yeah. You don't want something to break. I was slapping out after two hours. Yeah. I'm a $20 million <laughs> business owner. Yeah. I spent two hours with a guy and I'm slapping the hell out because he smoked my brain. Yeah. And at that moment, I said, if anybody did that to me, um, I then worked with him as my one-on-one -on -one coach for three and a half years. Yeah, wow. And one, if you know, Jay gets 120,000, I think a day, maybe more now. Yeah. So I've invested a ton because I said, you know what, if that guy burnt me out like that, I got to get to a point. Now, I don't know if you ever master the guy because he's been doing it forever. Right. But I, I did get to the point, I understood a lot of his um, concepts. Yeah. And as a leader, uh, you know, and a preeminent person out there, preeminence of, of holding themselves as just a, a world-class human and, and consultant. And man, I could go on and on because, you know, every one of them, if you look at champion leadership, mm -hmm. it's really the leadership that someone shows you that you then respect enough to learn or listen from them. And a lot of these people yeah. have become you know, great friends of mine, you know, Dean Jackson, like I, I learned stuff from him about leading myself through marketing, Joe Polish, you know, I learned so much from him, Cameron Harold. I mean, all these people are so brilliant in their own way. And and one point, and I'll hand it back over to you. I think leadership is the ability to be, you know, the lead and also enjoying to follow. I followed a lot of these people yes, in, yes. in, what they're doing and how they're doing. Cause I'm, I'm a great teacher and I'm an incredible student, you know? Yeah. yeah. I say that all the time, especially, yeah. If I'm speaking to a group, it's like great leaders are the greatest followers. Like I love to be led by a great leader, Oh yeah. you know, and, and leadership isn't just one position. It's we're all leaders. So 
whether you're in a leadership position or not, there's still all kinds of opportunities to show up and to lead others throughout. And look, and look what they're leading to. Like if I look at, um, we were talking about Joe Williams, a mutual friend. Yeah. I mean, I consider him family to me. Like when he's doing, and he's a strategist and he does uh, speaking, uh, helps mm-hmm. people speak better. Like he's leading a, a, a movement of making people be able to impact people stronger yep. through presentation. So I always look at everybody and say, what are they leading? And the yep. minute I read any book or anything, or I pick up a book, if I see them having a leadership skill or ability, my number one thing is how do I get around this person? What do I have to do? What do mm-hmm. I have to invest in? Do they have a training, a program? And normally I'll try to do one-on-one coaching because I'm such a believer in investing in yourself. And I mean, yeah. the number I'm going to say now, I'm not saying it to brag. I yeah. don't know if there was a different way, but I mean, just like you, I mean, I've invested over 2.7 million now in yeah. the last probably 18 years in my own education. A lot yeah. of people go, what are you out of your mind? I'm like, <laughs> you got to understand I've built and sold two high eight figure yeah. businesses in yeah. the last five years. 2.7 million right. is yeah not a scratch of anything compared to that, but what it created. And maybe some people listen, you know, there's people that want to be good at something. And then there's people that just want to be the best in the world. at something. And then there's people that want to be best at changing the world. And that's what I pride myself on being a humble individual that is out there changing the world. And it's interesting because a lot of these people and they, you see all over, social media and stuff. And I think a lot of people have great message and good intentions. You see this 10X thing, everybody's like 10X, 10X. And I I love the theory of 10X, but what most people don't tell you is you got to 20X yourself in order to 10X anything. Yeah, right. If you 20X yourself, like you running a hundred mile race, like if you don't 20X your thinking process, you, you know that, and I never did it. I was telling you, like I drove 18 hours over two days in an RV with a bathroom. And I thought that was tough. You're running. Like I had head games, just driving, like going like, <laughs> imagine running. Yeah. I don't know if it's 10 yeah. miles in or 90, or it's the last one mile. I mean, the last one hour, uh, maybe people can relate. The last one hour driving home is the, it's like that show. It's the longest day of your life. Yeah. yeah. In that one yeah. moment you feel like, <laughs> everything's falling apart, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very similar on the last 10 miles of a 100 mile race. Um, Very similar. But um, what's, uh, I always like to ask, you know, what's, because I think championship leaders have great vision. And it's usually very often, you know, I don't know, like, like Elon Musk, right? His vision is just so much bigger, grander, and then many right and to the point where people you know call them crazy and and all of this and then you look back five ten years after that and you're like man he actually did it right like he's got a huge vision he makes it and he's making an incredible impact but he's also got you know i mean it takes courage to have that type of a vision and to to execute on it so what's the vision for you going into the next five ten years even with what you're up to yeah, it's interesting because when we work with people, we work with them and we say, what's the 10-year vision? That stretches them a little bit. Then we go, mm-hmm. well, what's your 100-year vision? And some people are like, I'm, 
I'm like, I'm shooting for 140, man. Like yeah. I, I am work and I'm trying to find a way inside myself to stretch past 140, but I mm-hmm. want to be around at level 140. And then we tell people what's the thousand year uh, vision. So, you know, my number one future is one to create a greater legacy of information and knowledge to hand down that impacts the way people feel and the way they live, you know? And, and if I summarized it into one big thing is um, remove suffering. Like I just heard a story the other day, someone uh, private messaged me. She's in a uh, battered women's facility and she's gotten clean and she's a, and I said, man, I just wrote a new, Oh, I just wrote this new book, which is called mind power. And I was so touched by her. I was like, let me send you some books. Then she told me there was like 100, 120 people in this place. And I said, man, I told my team, send a whole case of books uh, to this place. And then I told her like, if, if I could get on and teach them, same thing for people listening, if I could get to a group of your people and I could help them in any way, um, this whole year, I, uh, if it's an in-person thing, they got to cover some costs, but I waived all my speaking fees this year. And normally when I speak in person, I get 35 K an hour. And yeah. if it's a one hour thing like this, I'll normally get 10 K. And I, I waived it for this year because there's nothing more important to me than removing suffering and, and mental suffering is like, it's out of control. The manipulation of people it's minds. I mean, people are going to bed sad. They're waking up sad. They, they don't feel they have self-worth. They don't have self-love. It just seems like it's moving faster. So my big thing is impact that. That's why we said it, Nate, to, to impact a million people or more in a hundred countries or more in a, in a decade or less. Cause I really believe that I'm willing to uh, take it on my shoulders myself. If I have to, I really believe that impacting that you know, cause you know, the butterfly effect, right? A butterfly in the middle of the ocean flaps its little wings. It creates a little ripple, but that creates a tsunami. Yeah. Well, if I could create this movement of a million people, that tsunami could impact the whole earth, at yeah, least right. until Elon Musk takes us living on, on Mars. I mean, it was yeah. fascinating what I heard the other day, someone summarized it for me. And I've been thinking about this every day since I've heard this is they said, you know, Elon Musk, he has these, all these companies, Tesla and all these things. They say, well, you don't realize is all those companies he's building is for only one, one purpose to get the resources so we could colonize on Mars. And I think people think that's a crazy thing. And my mom's probably, she's, you know, she's scared shit of everything like this. Right. She's like, I don't, I I don't want to hear it. She still wants to (laughs) live like when they crapped in an outhouse, (laughs) her little kid. But the reality is, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense to find a place because you don't know the predictability of earth. You don't know the, there's no guarantee tomorrow. And and I find these bigger thinkers fascinating and it, it stretches you to think bigger. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's a big vision for sure. What's um, what is a, I guess I kind of call it a turning point. Like I, and I'm, we all have many of these, but yeah, kind of a fork in the road where obviously you made the decision that you did because of where you are today, but had you not, you can be in a very different place. And like kind of to go back to what you're talking about, the times we're in right now, and a lot of people are, you know, faced with these, these moments and they wish they had the crystal ball to know which way to choose. But uh, yeah. there's a lot of power in hearing other people's examples of how they did choose in those moments and to see, you know, how that worked out for them. 
Yeah, I'll give you two of them that were around the same time. And it was before I learned to grow a company. The one was um, my partner. We were business 12 years, my partner, Rob, and he came in one morning and he said, uh, hey, I'm, I'm out of here. And I said, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. I thought he had a case of the craps because we used to eat like these uh, off the lunch trucks. We used to yeah. eat, the guy used yeah. to have this little tray in the back that his wife would make stuff for like empanadas and things. Uh-huh. I thought he ate too many of them. He probably <laughs> sure. he said, no, I'm out of here. I'm done. I can't do it no more. Body's falling apart. Knees are falling apart. And I remember telling him like, well, okay, then I'm done too. Like, what do you want to do now? Right. Because if we started together, we end it together. That's yeah. just how we go. And that was a big turning point because that was the first realization that you only know what you know. Yeah. And if you want to know more, you invest in yourself that people have done it, did it, and still do it today. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I do my talks or I do webinars or something, like one thing people are clear is like, yeah, I built things, but I'm not telling you a story of something I built 20 years ago. Yeah. Like I built it. I exited. I'm building today. I'm growing three companies today. Like I'm still in the game. So that was a big turning point. The other one was even more impactful for me was when my son was born and my wife was still in the hospital and I went home and I put together um, one of these uh, gliding rocking chairs, you know, so she could breastfeed and it's got a little, we actually still have it. I thought we were going to you don't know the power of a, of something in your home until you go to throw it out and your kids are <laughs> right. like, you get rid of the rocking chair, right? Yeah. So we still have this uh, chair somewhere in the house. But um, I remember putting that thing together probably late at night, maybe nine o'clock at night or so. And then I sat in it to test it out. And I sat and I just broke down like crying. I mean, yeah. I was just like, and I didn't, I didn't realize what was happening there was one, I was going to be a dad. I was a dad, he was born. And then two, I was going to become like my dad. And my dad was an extremely hard worker, but like he worked seven days a week. You got to see him for a little bit of time at night. You rarely saw him in the morning. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to work a billion hours. I'm going to miss everything that my, my kid has. And I was like, I made a commitment that night that that wouldn't happen. So that, that really... That was a catalyst for me changing business. And I'll give you one more because I think it's, uh, I think when people hear turning points, they could put themselves and maybe they're doing, maybe you're at a turning point right now, someone that's listening, or maybe they had a turning point and you're always waiting for the next one. The last one was when I was 15. This was a big one too. Um, And I was on my own and a bunch of people, relatives that disagreed with me being on my own they were, I was in a mall and they were telling me, um, you'll be like the rest of them. And I didn't know what the rest of them were like, but I'm thinking that was a bad thing, (laughs) especially being in a vocational school, like the rest of them, they were all on drugs. They didn't show up. It's a big nightmare. And I remember that night laying in, in bed, which my bed was in the bottom of this little apartment with like no ceiling, it was rafters. And I remember hearing something say, prove the world wrong. And at first I thought it was just like my, my mind to this, but I heard it twice. So I don't know if it was yeah. God, universe, consciousness, whatever. Yeah. Second time I heard it wow. loud and clear, yeah. prove the world wrong. So every time, and maybe people listening, you could search for something you heard. So every time I had another lawsuit, another challenge, another something pushing, another darkness that you enter, I kept hearing, I still hear it today. Like I heard it when food dog was being built to impact a million people. I was like, 
I heard it proved the world wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's been like such a big turning point message that's never died. It's never disappeared. And it's there every single time I, I do something new or I'm changing something. I just keep hearing that same phrase over and over. Yeah. Wow. So it's like an audible thing that you hear. Oh man, I hear it all yeah. the time. Yeah. And you know, cool. it's become, you know, if people know affirmations or mantras, they're just things that are said over and over enough that it creates a mm-hmm. your belief system that you want. And this thing is like, it's just always there. It's just yeah. always there. Every time I'm, I'm everything that I'm going to do that most people, everything I did, people thought was crazy. Yeah. Like building a ser- big service company, they said there's too many big companies. Yeah. Like, and I bet there's somebody on here that's a, a, a small company and saying there's too many big ones. They said that to me too. And then yeah. like, I'm a believer I could go in any market, a service company, plumber, HVAC, I could go in any market anywhere in the world, put me in the middle of the rainforest. I'll start a service company and grow it. Mm-hmm. And then when I started the coaching company, they said there's, there's too many people out here doing this. And then that grew. And so I can't wait to find some, I hope listeners will send me a message just go, what you're doing next won't work. Yeah, right. Because all I hear is like, trick, prove the world wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, boom, we're in. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. You yeah, know? Absolutely. As we start to wrap this up, what's, um, if there's one or two things maybe that you could give to the listeners that if they were to implement, take action today would help move their life forward today, what would that be? Yeah. So if everybody knows a life wheel, like it's a wheel normally has eight or 10 minus 10 of them on a life wheel. And on the life wheel has like, you know, relationships and career and spiritual and community and all this stuff. I would tell everybody that's focused. Um, if there's 10 pieces, the one tenth of the piece, most people focus on is, is the business. Mm-hmm. They put 80% of their time in business. Yeah. And uh, I want them to consider flipping this on its head and I'll make my point. Like, mm-hmm. what if you focused on the nine tenths, would the one tenth of business scale and expand beyond your belief? I'm going to tell you it will. And here's my point. When you're in a relationship, husband or wife, and you guys are in an argument, you know, one of those that starts at nine o'clock doesn't end till like one or two in the morning. Do you care about your business at all? No, I bet some people listening were like, F the business, right? Because right. you only care about the relationship. Yeah. When your health is, is spiraling out or you're having a problem in your health, you turn around and you care about your business, you only care about your health. So the fact is, if you could look at it. Now, the other thing about a life wheel, Nate, is most people, it's one in the middle and it's 10 on the outside. And they color it in. Mm-hmm. I think that's completely reversed. See, in my life wheel, 10's in the middle, one's on the outside. People go, yeah. well, I don't get it. Why? Because everything has to change on the inside before it could improve on the outside. Yeah. So if you go deep inside yourself and, and look and say, okay, like, what do I need to do to shift my relationships to the next level? So that's one big thinking that I, I would love everybody to really, really just ponder a little deeper today. Maybe go yeah. or hit me up. I'll share my life wheel with uh, yeah. somebody and, and then you could color it in and go, okay. The next thing is identity. I'm such a believer in identity, but people think that identity is like, I'm changing as things are growing, right? So like I grow a company, I'm changing my identity. I want people to think of identity like this. Build your identity way past what you want to achieve. And and identity is like who you are, how you think, what you, it's it's every aspect of you. 
So let's say you want a $50 million company, build your identity to a hundred million and let your, let your targets catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Let them catch up to you. Most people are building their identities going, maybe they grow their company. So they change a little bit. What if you could just form yourself into that? And that can create, holy crap, such a speed of results. Yeah. Like you right. cannot even, uh, even imagine. So there's a couple yeah, big ones for yeah, that's great. Would you be willing to send me your life wheel and I could add it to the notes? Oh, absolutely. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, let me make a note here for it. Yeah, I'll send it. You could add it. And great. and if you want, um, well, a couple of things. One, I have a link if people want the book I wrote. Yeah, um, of course. If they pay shipping, I'll I'll yeah. send them the book. Just pay okay. shipping. I'll I'll send a um the book link to you. You can share it with them. Yep. And then the other thing is I got a free Facebook group that's called Personal Growth and Mindset Mastery, where it's free. I uploaded a ton of trainings in there. There's one in there. I just wish everybody will go listen to. It's called The Money Cure Okay. because um, people don't realize that one childhood moment in their life has probably been still creating the uh, resistance on money. And, yeah. and the, the quick example is when you were a kid, you probably picked up money a quarter and you were so excited and your mom was excited or your dad was, and then they told you, go, go wash your hands. Money's dirty. Yeah. And in that training, I talk about how to like reverse this and get rid of this yeah. thing. And you might think you're not a kid no more, but I bet the last time you counted cash, you couldn't wait to go wash your hands. Cause you thought it was dirty. Now I'm not telling you to go lick hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. just telling you to reframe it. So yeah. I'll send you and it'd be complete gifts awesome. yeah. for everybody uh, for this. I'll send all of them to you. Okay, great. What was the name of that Facebook group again? Yeah, it's Personal Growth Mindset Mastery. Okay. Yeah, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link for the, uh, they could get the book for free, just pay the uh, shipping on it. And I didn't want this, like, I'm so clear, Nate, like, I don't want this to be a drive-by for everybody. No, yeah. Um, I want to, I'm here. So if any of you listening to this, you're just having a dark day, or you just need someone to vent to, like, Facebook message me and just be like, I don't even need a response. I just need the vent. I'm here yeah. for everybody. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not looking for you. I'm not here to sell anybody anything. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm very successful, and but I'm here because I just want to help people through their suffering and their their challenges in a world where so many people act like they're like I wouldn't be on here for all the listeners to know. I'm on here because I respect Nate, what he does, who he stands for, the person he is. I get a lot of stuff like this, and I'm sure you do, Nate, where people are like, hey, will you be on my show? And I'm like, I don't, first off, I don't even like you. And, <laughs> and, and I don't agree with you. And they're like, I have a big following. I'm like, I don't care if you have a million following. Yeah, like, right. if if I don't believe that the people are really good hearted humans, then yeah. I, I'd rather put my focus on those people, good people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Well, I appreciate you being here. It's been awesome to reconnect and to learn more about what you're up to in your story and just to reconnect. So appreciate you. Yeah. being. Thanks, yeah. Man. Thanks. And everybody be a champion leader of yourself. You can do it. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, he was all alone. But when I got 
back, I feel out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm gonna lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, baby.